This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Postgame Show with Al and Jerry. All right, Alan Jerry, back with you for another day. It's Wednesday. I love it, I love it, I love it. And it is going to be a gorgeous rest of the week and a wonderful weekend as well. Uh, Boomer and Craig long gone. We still here for you. And I had a rough go of it this morning, Al, as you're well aware. And Eddie enjoyed and reveled in my misery by playing those stupid clips, which is fine at times. So today I played, I thought, was very interesting, was Michael Bennett's interview on, I don't know if it was at Seahawks.com or a radio station out in Seattle, but whatever, he railed against, A, the organization for not giving him a new deal, how he's very unhappy, loves his teammates, loves the fans, loves the team, hates the front office. I was wanted to get to that one, too, because it was, actually had a pretty good clip of it. And then he went off on quarterbacks, and I love this part of it because I've actually argued with Boomer the amount of money quarterbacks make. You have as well. It's nonsensical. For the average quarterback. For the average quarterback. And by the way, I even think for the superstar quarterback, enough's enough at some point. If you want to win, you don't need $27 million a year or whatever. And he goes after them by name. Robert Griffin III. He goes after Sam Bradford. Um, He spoke glowingly of guys like Brady and Manning and Rodgers because they're the elite. They should be paid like that. And Craig didn't let me do it. He specifically went after Ryan Tannehill. Well, and I I did play that one. Um, because Tannehill makes $19 million a year, and what has he done? So those were the three he mentioned by name. And so, I mean, Craig beat me up over it. And I thought it was actually a pretty good thing to get into, and then it was made like I was the fool. Well, Craig wanted you to keep it to New York sports, I guess. He's, right, he's saying is, who cares about Seattle, but I I, uh, I see your point. It I was, thought the it, NFL is kind of... NFL is king, Jerry. Rules. I, just, I liked it. Let's listen if it was just the normal clips of Michael Bennett from the Seahawks, who cares? But like you said, the fact that he was calling out players by yes. name is awesome. Guys never do that. Guys never do it. Well, mo- this is why we, this is why we generally don't do the sports interviews because they never say anything interesting. This guy was gold. Yes, he does one clip, and I'm not going to play it. Um, you want to find it? You can go find it online. But there's one clip he's talking about Sam Bradford. He's like Sam Bradford may have all the talent in the world. He goes, but why is he making what he's making when he can't stay on the field? Shouldn't he have to prove himself first? He goes, and then. 
He goes, you know, he gets hit in the knee by Terrell Suggs, and he starts crying, <laughs> and he's making the noises like Bradford Scrooge. Great. And he's like, he's like RG3. He goes, this guy doesn't want to get hit. He goes, here's an idea. Stop running, fool. I mean, it was great. And we didn't play. We and didn't I got play. Yelled at. You got yelled at. Well, Craig was in an ornery mood today. I got that sense. With uh, all these uh, preparations for the Super Bowl in San Fran, which he feels like uh, they're going through Boomer only and not him. Which, And by the way, I understand his yes, point. Yes, so he was a little ornery this morning. But I thought, you know, I always look at it this way. I'm out there now with Bob basically cutting sound. I, literally from 345, for me anyway, Bob's here at 3, 315. I'm here from 345. I don't stop cutting tape now until 8 a.m. basically because of the way things are now. And that's fine. I try not to just play coach speak because it's boring. Maybe with the local teams, you have to. Sometimes that's fine. But I try to pick out sound that's either funny, goofy, or will get them on a topic. And I think I'm actually pretty good at doing that. Yes. I thought this was great. And, well, it wasn't. It was a good one. It was difference of opinion. And that's the great thing about radio shows, Jerry, versus uh, these weekly shows. It's the difference between, like, baseball and football. If you do, you have a miscommunication, we do another one tomorrow. Right. Or in this case, it was I did another one in 50 minutes. The very next hour, right. Which was fine, and I just didn't mention him. We get it forgotten about. Yeah. I was actually thinking of playing a clip because he said, why are we playing clips from other shows? Is someone putting you up to that? I said, no. I, I just thought it was interesting. And then I said to Eddie, I'm like, ballsy or stupid if I come in here next hour and play a clip from, say, the Geo and Jones show this morning. <laughs> but I figured that wouldn't go in a good— I, That probably I would not have gone well. Funny. Right. It he might not have, have gone in a good that? direction. And I, we don't need that. So we moved on. Jerry, th- uh, speaking of ornery folks, uh, you're aware of these characters that people dress up as the different characters. They do it in Times Square. Yes, absolutely. I think it actually started off in uh, California on um, Hollywood Boulevard. People would always, you know, where they do like the Star Walk of Fame. People hmm. would dress up in uh, character costumes and take pictures with tourists. And then they hope to get a uh, tip okay. from that. So now they started, over the last couple of years, they started now congregating in New York in Times Square for the same thing. You want to get a picture with Spider-Man, SpongeBob, yes. Batman, all that sort of stuff. And I guess the tourists like to do it with their kids. Hey, hey, here's SpongeBob SquarePants. Here's Elmo. The problem is they're always kind of these disgusting, uh, sweaty uh, costumes. These the costumes are just filthy because the yes. people wearing them clearly aren't washing them because... I know I wouldn't be able to wash a character costume in my washing machine. I have a small washing machine. <laughs> Especially sure in New York, they have these small washing machines. Yes. So you don't wash it very often. But they get very territorial, and the characters start fighting each other. Uh, the latest one happening, and it was in the newspaper today, the Statue of Liberty character <laughs> was fighting Minnie Mouse stupid. in front of tourists and children. Um, would your kids be interested in getting pictures with characters well in i'm Times lucky Square? in that sense that um we've done that already we've been to the, all the parks i mean literally every park but those are they're friendly in the parks yes because they're park through, employees right we went through Times square i would say two years ago maybe and as we went through i mean joseph at that time was three and still terrified of even the park ones so he wanted to go the other way so that was fine and matthew picked out and noticed that spongebob squarepants looked drunk <laughs> That it was not the and it, by the way he knew I mean he, he knew it, it wasn't the real yeah, SpongeBob. I mean, he was eight. He knew the deal. Right. He his first question to me was, "What's wrong with him? And why does that SpongeBob character look like he's had too much to drink?" And we literally went in the other direction because I also knew to stay away from them. Right. So I what amazes me is not that that's there and allowed. Panhandling is what it is. That's fine. <laughs> I like when you see within ten feet of one another. 
Three Elmos. Right. I mean, are we trying to confuse everybody? I don't get it. I, you Three know. sweaty Elmos. It's And it's gross. Yeah, there, there's a Spider-Man up there who uh, he wears the skin-tight Spider-Man outfit. Yeah. The skin-tight pants. He he does not appear to be wearing underwear. Now, is the Naked Cowboy still there? And the Naked Cowboy, I believe, started it off there. He was, for the longest time, the only one there. Okay. Uh, he's... Uh, He's just in his uh, skinny, uh, tiny, tidy whitey underwear. Although now I think they're like they look like the American flag colors. Mm. And he's got a guitar, cowboy boots, cowboy hat. Now that guy, there have been numerous news reports on him that he makes over six figures a year being the naked cowboy. Well, that's interesting. Taking pictures with people, but he he's not an aggressive guy. So if he works six days a week, yeah, right. So you figure this out quickly to make a hundred thousand dollars a year, you've got to make two thousand dollars a week. Divided by six is roughly three fifty a day. Right. He's making three fifty a day, singing half naked and taking pictures. And people putting, uh, yeah, because if you get a picture with That's the naked cowboy, it's like five or ten dollars. And I will tell you what, he ain't reporting much of that. No, he's got a cowboy boot set up. You throw the money right in there. How about that? Have you ever gone and listened to him play? Uh, I've had him on radio shows when I worked at WNEW. Really? Uh, yeah, he's a nice fella. I'm sure he is. Yeah, uh, he he. I'm sure he hates these characters going on in Times Square. There's a great documentary that's on Netflix. I forget what it is called. This is a bad job by me. Maybe I'll look for it um, and get it for you near the end here. It has something with Superman in the title. Mm. But it's a documentary where they follow around a a guy who dresses like Superman and a couple couple other characters that do it out in Los Angeles. And it's very interesting as to how bizarre their world is. Not related to Our Lady Peace, Superman's Dead? No. No. I just came up with a business idea. We dress up like characters? No. Oh. You're into the keyboard and the piano. Yeah. The naked dukes. I go out there in my underwear. Your keyboard. Yeah, but that naked cowboy's in really good shape. You he pick looks... your own underpants, as you like to call right, them. Right, underpants. And you sit there, you put the keyboard covering your private parts. Right. And you sing and naked sing. dukes. Beat Tom Brady. <laughs> Come on, bitches! Give me some cash. I, I take pictures. I don't know if that'll go over. And autograph well. pictures. Oh, autograph fifteen dollars. Nice, yeah. That TheNakedDukes.com. I, I like it. I'm in. See if it's taken. I'll fund it. Are you in? Yeah, I'm in for that. <laughs> He'll be there next week. <laughs> uh, let's do this real quick because I was I was um, drawn to this article just because this Ashley Madison thing is really starting to get some legs because someone actually put a website out there now where you can search email addresses to find out if they're registered users. And ESPN, according to Deadspin, has way too many of them. But whatever, you can do that on your time. It's kind of funny. I don't know if it was the post of the Daily News. I don't remember. But there's a cover and a woman in the big boobs picture right on the page. And you read it, and it's a guy confessing or explaining how he basically lost his wife to Ashley Madison, for the most part. And it goes into the whole thing how... Here's the thing that caught me, which is I feel bad for guys that have this because I'm sure it happens a lot. He starts out the article, I don't know if you read it or not, mm. by saying, you know, we've been married for 20 years. My wife was a cold fish in bed that basically wanted to do nothing but lay there. And he finds her profile online. And in the profile, she's looking for more excitement. No problem with oral either way. And he's basically saying, for 20 years, you've been useless to me in bed, and you have no interest, and yet you're going outside looking for it. Anyway, my point is, he was a, he's like a computer, program, a computer programmer, and he was able to search, and the way he stumbled upon this, he was looking and searching for people in the area that he lives in to see, ah, oh, I wonder how many people, and he stumbles across his wife's email address, 
and then finds her profile. Could you imagine after 20, I mean, that would basically be me. I mean, 20 years of marriage, I'm basically 99, I'm 16 years. It's, and he's got two boys. One knows about it. How do you even look your mother in the face? Yeah, I'm looking at her profile that she put up. She, although, look, she's looking for, her turn-ons are average sex drive. That's a turn-on. Uh, well, An average I mean, that doesn't drive. speak well of him then. A uh, bubble bath for two she likes. And a daring rendezvous. And someone who can teach me light, kinky fun. And he finds, like, receipts from, like, day stay at ho- yeah. day stays at cheap hotel. A really crazy story. And I imagine if they've got how many registered users? 30 million? Was that the number? Something, Something like, like that? that, yeah. Do you imagine how many of these stories are out there? That's why I told you last week, antenna's always up. I'm not saying specifically for me, but I think everybody always needs to be aware of your surroundings. You never know what the hell's going on out there. I need to uh, go on this website you're telling me where I could search people's emails. Or just, you can search by zip code I was reading. By zip code, yeah. and then you can find emails associated to those zip codes? There were only three zip codes in all of America that did not have a profile. Really? One, two were in Alaska, that? and one was in Arkansas. Boy, that is something. So yeah. I, might go, uh, I might go search my Basking Ridge uh, zip code, see what's going on in my town. Go ahead. You could you maybe find your Mrs. Robinson, someone in her 70s. Well, I don't need that, Jerry. I'm taken. Oh. Okay. Well, maybe then you could be the Mrs. Robinson and find a girl in her, like, an unhappy wife in her 20s, like a 28-year-old that's just miserable. Yeah, I don't understand. Well, why, yeah. Why don't not just uh, get, get divorced, divorced and then go on Match.com? I don't know. I honestly don't know. I don't know. I don't understand the draw to it. Um, well, I mean, I, I understand if it happens, fine. Yeah. Going out specifically and looking for it, there's something messed up about that. Yeah, and a lot of users, as you said. Crazy stuff, Jerry. million. Yeah. What are we doing in this country? Yeah. Not good. Not good. Oh, Jerry, I, while, uh, oh, yeah, let me start that over. <laughs> mm-hmm. Of course, you'll cut this out. When I screw up, you leave it in. All right, I'll leave it in. Good. Jerry, I'm on the touchofmodern.com app on my phone. You can I see it that. right here. I'm yeah. not lying. Yep. I was checking out today's latest deals. Now, touchofmodern.com, they have all cool stuff for guys, and I like cool guy stuff, Jerry. They have tech stuff. They have clothing. They have things to put on your wall. They have stereo stuff. They have headphones. They have things for your iPhone, things for your iPad. I'm scrolling for today's deals. Here's Lamborghini headphones. Nice. Awesome. This I like. Italian tactical tools, like different knife sets and different yeah. tools that you could use. I'm looking at this would be great for my place because I'm having like a manly house. A uh, natural wood coffee table, which looks awesome. And various things like that, Jerry. That's at touchofmodern.com. Right now I'm waiting for my delivery. I got uh, some manly bracelets on the way. Good for you. Keychain. Awesome. For my keys that where that doesn't look like a little kid's keychain, which, which is, mine currently yes, looks like. Yes, you showed me what you got. They actually look really, it looks neat. Yes, it's going to be very cool. People I'm, will be asking me about my keychain. I'm actually excited about Christmas shopping for two people this year because of touchofmodern.com. What do you, who are you my shopping for? My dad and my brother. Who? Nice. Uh, what do you get them? This website has a lot of cool things for guys, so it actually works out really well this year. Actually, that's a great idea. We, I never, we always have this discussion, what do we get Boomer and Craig, guys that have everything? You hit up touchofmodern.com, the website, or the touchofmodern.com app for your phone. Now, with new sales literally launching every day, touchofmodern.com is the one website to discover and elevate your lifestyle in one single click. Right now, our listeners can get immediate access when they sign up at touchofmodern.com. That's touchofmodern.com. Do it today because tomorrow... 
<laughs> It'll be different. That's how life rolls in fast lane. Found two things, Jerry, while you were reading that very quickly on the internet. That the, fast? The uh, documentary I was referring to with yeah. the characters in, uh, the, well, this one's but the characters in Los Angeles by uh, the uh, Chinese man's mm-hmm. theater out there. Yeah. That that documentary is called Confessions of a Superhero. <laughs> That's all about the people that dress up like superheroes. And then I was just on the Twitter and the Basking Ridge Patch that's the local Basking Ridge newspaper. Right, that makes you the brains and voice of the show. That's right. Headline, Basking Ridge, top 100 New Jersey communities on Ashley Madison. Really? That's right. It's a now, lot going on in that Basking Ridge, Jerry. I'm going to get to the wait, bottom wait, time of out. it. Basking Ridge is on the list. Is that what you're saying? As one of the the um, communities in New Jersey with the most people on it. Wow. Yeah. Oh, I guess. Now, where do we find the communities check in New up Jersey? Check my neighbors. See, I don't know, Jerry. For you, like, you got no skin in the game. I got no skin in the game. You can just have fun with it. I just go investigative reporting and maybe try to, uh, I was going to say blackmail people, but that's illegal. No, 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 no. <laughs> You're not doing that. What is wrong with you? You want to make money, we go the naked dukes. Right. All right. That's right. Good point, Jerry. And you play the piano or the keyboard. We're not blackmailing anybody. I, I've got to imagine, though, if you had a profile on Ashley Madison. Yeah. You have got to be sweating it out these last few weeks. I would think you're dying. Dying right now. Yes. You have to be. You're you're probably being all lovey-dovey to your spouse. Flowers. Right? You know what? I got to be honest with you. Extra dinners. I don't think so. No? I'll tell you why. Like, if I was registered on it. Yes. I, what, what, what are flowers going to do? I don't know. I actually think if I was registered on it and my wife found out, I think I would go home one day and my stuff would be on the front lawn. Yeah. I don't think flowers are going to subside. I know for me it wouldn't. Would it be neatly on the front lawn or strewn no, about? I think it would be thrown out the window on the second floor right. of the house onto the front lawn yeah. just so that everybody knows. Right. And just like I think if I found her profile on Ashley Madison, there'd be no conversation. You could get me five, you get me a lifetime membership to the nicest golf club in America. I don't care where it is. Goodbye. Not interested. And I'm taking the kids with me. Yeah. I'm with you, Jerry. I wouldn't be able so, to take that either. I don't think flowers are going to do it for any of these people. Yeah. Uh, that's a rough one, and you're sweating it out. I sweating mean, it out. That's tough. Could you imagine? No. I mean, it's wrong. It's I hard mean, to trust people, Jerry. Well, I mean, you're trusting your penis, which got you in the trouble in the first place. Right, that's true. So, And you're trusting a website by you're the idiot giving out your personal information. Right. And I understand. I, I like this. And this comes down to... Why wouldn't you have an... Uh, a made-up email address. Well, they might, that... but your credit card still has to be legit. Oh, right. Here's what I always love, and this this is a problem in our society, too. Someone Fs up, someone outs them, and it's the person that outed them that's the problem. It's kind of like there's a lot of people out there saying, you know, the Ashley Madison thing, oh, it's terrible, but quite frankly, it's a privacy issue. <laughs> okay, fine. Let's put that to the back burner and deal with that first. The first problem is what started it. You know, if Woody had gone straight to the police, none of this would ever have happened. It's kind of the same deal, isn't it? Right. Yes. So, I don't know. It's kind of... Man. Anyway. It's All bad, right. Well, that's uplifting. What a way to finish. Yeah. Well, no. I'll finish with this then quickly. Uh, John Heyman reported yesterday that uh, Jacob DeGrom had that terrible outing the other day. That Mets, uh, Mets won big, but he did not pitch well. Right. He did and not have it going on. He did not have it going on. And uh, John Heyman reported that he was not feeling well from something he had eaten earlier in the day. An excuse. Michael Jordan was 105 fever against the Jazz. And he got food poisoned by the hotel in Utah. What'd he do? Game-winning shot. Dominated. Yes.
So you're not buying it? No, I'm not buying it. Or, or I if mean, you're that listen, sick, then say to the coach, don't, don't I can't pitch. pitch tonight. I had bad clams. Correct. And you know what? His velocity was fine. What'd he say? He couldn't locate. Pitchers have those types of days. Don't make excuses. And if you, by the way, even if he was sick, so what? Man up, you're saying. Just don't even say anything. Now, to his credit, he didn't say anything after the game. He didn't sit there and say, oh, you know, I really wasn't feeling good. He sat there and said, I couldn't pitch. Right. Fine. But I don't, I don't need that story afterwards. I mean, John's doing his job. That's fine. But enough. It's a good investigative reporting. John, hey, man. Hey, man. Very good at what he does, absolutely. Me, 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 you're very good at what you do. Thank you. And I'm here. Jerry, may I plug my podcast that I did? It's up on uh, at Al's Boring Podcast, wherever you get your podcast, at play.it or on iTunes or wherever else you people pull down podcasts these days. I did a podcast on commuting and how it sucks no matter how you do it or where you do it. It's a, a whole an hour long, me and my friend Paul, uh, just talking about things that suck about commuting. I'm hurt. I would have liked to have done that one with you. Well, I will say this. You, you, your name does come up in it. Well, we commuted together for three years. We did. Well, you actually came up twice. Once when you changed the flat tire yes. and I stayed in the vehicle. Yes, that and came watched up me. And watched you. <laughs> uh, second was I was telling my friend Paul, we were talking about people that don't have Easy Pass. Yeah. And I was telling him how you try to play mind tricks with yourself by... Sometimes paying cash, even though you it's have mind tricks. <laughs> it's not mind tricks. It's no. It's a matter but of just, the money's still coming from I the same. I don't want. The, yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. But there's a difference to me between paying, uh, paying Easy Pass bills. I don't do it all the time, but when you have discretionary money, let's say I know for me, I take 125 dollars a week basically for gas and for whatever. If at the end of the week I've got that money on me. I'd rather just pay the damn toll. And I'm not talking about the tunnels where you're saving $6 by using Easy Pass. But the New Jersey Turnpike, you save 8%. So on a $4 toll, say, you might save $0.30. Cents. I'd rather pay the $4 if I got it on me than see a $3.70 charge bum, 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 every day. And it's a matter of a budget thing. When Easy Pass automatically bills you for your bill, my bill is $260 a month. I'd rather not have a $260 bill month, uh, six, $260 a month bill that my wife has to pay for out of the checkbook if I can pay most of it out of my discretionary money. That's all. There's nothing more to it than that. Right, because you don't want to occasionally what will happen is you'll get, you'll get hit twice in the same yes, month. Yes, and that's what I tried to explain to Craig. One month I got hit on like the first, uh, the first day of the billing cycle and like the second to last day. And I look at my American Express bill. What the hell was five hundred right. and twenty dollars? Yeah, and I got two hundred and sixty dollars charges from Easy Pass. So that's all. It's more Good a matter point, of just Jerry. keeping the bill down. So, but I, I, I'm, I'm still hurt. But that's fine. Even though my name came up, uh, whatever. Twice. You just your filler. I, I, I also called you a grease monkey. In what way? Well, um, I said you you changed the flat. And that I said, well, you used to do that for a living. You, you yes. work at a gas station. And my friend Paul said he was a grease monkey. I said, yes, Well, he, in that case, was. that's true. I also changed oil yeah. in cars. Is that an offensive term, grease monkey, for a guy no. who works at the... No, I, if it, do, it doesn't offend me. Didn't offend you. No. I meant I, it positively. My, now, if I didn't have that job, it might have offended me. Yes. <laughs> it would. Uh, yes. It would have, yeah, I would think that my hair is disgusting. I smell. But having been working in a garage and that was the context, that's good. I was the complimentary. Like, you would know how to fix cars. I do. Well, I don't know how to fix cars. I know to do Engines. basic things that every man in this country should know how to do. And I'm appalled when I drive by some jackass with a flat tire <laughs> on the road with, sitting there with their phone. <laughs> that's help, me. Help me. I don't know what to do. It's sad. That's me. It's so easy. Just try. Try, Al. Just try. My dad made us all practice it before we got our license. Oh, how'd that go? <laughs>
stars of the show, Al and Jerry. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 